0: The Nuffield Department of Medicine is committed to ensuring a positive and supportive work environment for all its staff. Today we speak with Professor Peter Donnelly, Director of the Wellcome Trust Centre for Human Genetics, who is a strong advocate of a better work-life balance. Peter, can you tell us how the centre encourages its employees to have a good work-life balance?
1: We have a range of things in place, some of which are at a very practical level and others more strategically. From a practical point of view, the centre's access policies are now more child-friendly than they were. It's easier for people maybe have a childcare emergency to bring their kids in. We've got books and toys available in the centre if people are at conferences uh, and have childcare issues. We've got funds to support childcare during conferences. We're careful about scheduling of uh, major scientific events to avoid the beginning of the day and the end of the day so as not to make it difficult for people have to drop kids off or pick them up. Uh, we and, and others on this campus have worked quite hard to lobby the university f- to improve childcare facilities, both the extent of childcare and having some which are uh, geographically local to the centre and the other buildings on this campus. And then more strategically, we have in place mentoring systems. So all of the group leaders in the centre, have a, there's a mentoring programme in place for them, which is in part to help with science, but we hope would we'll give them the opportunity to talk through some of the challenges they have and and opportunities in balancing science and work. Uh, There's an optional scheme for the postdocs in the centre that uh, some have chosen to opt into, where again we try and provide that level of mentoring support. We've also worked uh, under your leadership actually to to try and put on events where senior and successful scientists and scientists at, at intermediate levels can give others in the centre, practical ideas, and a sense of how they've coped with the challenges. So there's a series of work-life balance talks uh, and women in science talks, which I think can be quite helpful actually for people at all levels, but particularly for those earlier in their career, to see that, that successful scientists have managed to juggle these things successfully and to learn a little bit about
0: how they have. So how have these women in science gender equality policies evolved under your leadership since you took over at Director of the Centre?
1: I think we've tried... To be systematic, to think about things we can do. There, there's a group within the centre um, that specifically thinks about things both on a practical level and, and more structural changes that we can make. In addition to that, we've tried to step back and address some of the cultural challenges. Um, so all of the group leaders, female group leaders in the centre, have been offered the opportunity, and, and virtually all of it have taken it up to go on a leadership course, a a course that the Business School in Oxford put on called Women Transforming Leadership, that we hope will give them a chance to interact with senior and successful women from many other careers and and parts of the world to discuss some of the challenges that they have from a leadership point of view in general and also some perhaps specific to women. And we've tried to help financially, so a major challenge for a woman group leader who's on, say, a five-year fellowship, if she has a break for maternity leave, uh, some funders, uh, have, thankfully the majority of them, will often provide extra funds for the woman to continue working, as it were, for the equivalent of the period she took on maternity leave at the end of her fellowship. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare for them also to provide funding for her group to continue. Mm-hmm. So a woman takes some time out in the middle of a fellowship, um, she can add that on at the end, but her postdocs aren't there anymore. So we both, with others, we've lobbied the funding bodies with some success so far, but not complete success, to change that policy. And for women in the centre who are in that position, uh, we provide funds if the funders won't.
0: Can you offer advice to early career scientists on achieving a good work-life balance from what you've seen in the centre and your own experiences?
1: I think one important message is that it is possible to do that, Um, that there are successful examples of senior and successful men and women who have juggled the challenges and opportunities of their career on the one hand, their science uh, and uh, their life outside science, often focused around families. I think we're very lucky in science in having a career that offers lots of flexibility. We don't have uh, as formalised working hours, for example, as um, in many other careers. That makes some of this juggling easier. It has disadvantages as well in that there aren't fixed boundaries. I think it's important to be aware that there's a downside of of the flexibility and we have to somehow or other think about that.
0: Your own areas of bioinformatics and statistical genetics uh, are some in which women are probably underrepresented. Can you describe ways in which these scientific communities are starting to address this problem?
1: Yeah, I grew up doing uh, mathematics and statistics as an undergraduate and a graduate student and I think that's an area and a discipline where there are particular challenges in terms of the imbalance um, of women and men in the field and those challenges start much earlier than they do in some other areas Mm -hmm. of science. So there are real issues Mm -hmm. I think at school age Mm -hmm. of keeping girls interested in maths and giving them the role models so that they can think that's okay. So mathematics as a discipline is totally aware of that and trying various things to try and address it. In Oxford there are for example summer schools just for girl high school students interested in maths in other areas of biomedical sciences um, the gender balance is equal to lo- a rather later stage and then there's a drop-off and then if people do get through the early stages of a scientific career as in other areas there are the challenges that women face at that stage mm-hmm. uh, and they're things we're trying to address as well
0: well thank you very much indeed Peter for giving us your insights into that it's been my pleasure